When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Can we start it like, are you recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Okay. Can we start it like um, just casual? Like, mm, this wine tastes really good. <laughs> Super casual. <Let's> talk. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Bread and Wine. This is a candid conversation between a husband and a wife about all things marriage, kids, and money while we have a glass of wine, which we are actually drinking this week. <laughs> we've done tea. We've done high noons with seltzer. This week, we're actually drinking wine. How you doing, baby? Good. It's a beautiful day. I'm getting some vitamin D on my legs. And we're having wine and sunshine. That is a good... I like it. That's a good thing. Yeah, beautiful summer day here in Michigan. And we thought, why don't we sit outside? Yeah, because we only get like 12 days where we can we actually, actually get sit 12 outside. days of summer. It's either too hot or <laughs> freezing cold nine months out of the year. So... That's true. Yeah. Speaking cool. of... Um, why do we live here? Oh. <laughs> Our family. That's right. Sorry, okay. Family. Speaking of, I was in a, uh, at a, a get-together last night on a beautiful sunny day in Michigan and um, prompted the, a, a fun conversation topic that uh, I think that you and I could get down with. Yeah, I'm still not sure I know the answer. Oh, well, let's, let's, let's talk about it. Let's, uh, let's explore. Let me, let me set the scene. So we, we did a marriage, kids, and money meetup in Metro Detroit last night at a brewery called the Royal Oak Brewery, which was great. We had about uh, eight or ten people show up, which was really fun. And, and that's not even including your wife. Like, I didn't even go. Yeah. So you would have had, like... So it would have been 11. <laughs> like, your mom didn't go. My mom I didn't, didn't go. go. <laughs> so it's like eight, like, legit. Like, real people. Like, <laughs> reals. <laughs> and I didn't count Zoe or Calvin. Right. Or my imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. Um, no, yeah, so it was real. It made me, made me feel very nice to have um, some people who want to get together and talk about all sorts of stuff that we like to talk about on the show. Um, and there was uh, one one couple that was there. So it was, it was a table full of parents or new parents or people who've been parents for 10 years. And then there was one couple at the table that was engaged. They're not married yet. And we were all talking about our kids and sort of complaining about different stages of life. You know, uh, there's some new dads there that were saying, oh, man, I haven't slept. New dads? New. What kind of party was this? <laughs> new. There was some nude men there. It was it was pretty wild. No, some new dads that um, weren't getting sleep because they just had some new babies, and then some dads that had preteens that were talking about maybe a little attitude they were getting from their, you know, their their kids. And then this couple at the table was like, "It's not it's not very like encouraging for us to want to have kids when all we hear you know parents do is complain about their kids." <laughs> And that kind of got me thinking, like, oh, yeah, I guess we do complain about our kids a lot. 
can you do you remember any of like the stories? Like what were people saying? Just that they were like a lack of sleep. And, yeah, okay. yeah. I mean, some new dads were they like a two month old and mm-hmm. like, oh man, I've got a two month old and a three year old, and I'm like, I'm not sleeping at all. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, uh, some uh, parents with uh, you know preteens uh, were just talking about like, you know, some some people the kids talking back to them and oh, like not yeah. really like giving them the you know respect and. Yeah, that just just the general time that it takes to be a parent, right? It takes a lot of time and effort to, out of your schedule as opposed to, you know, being in your late 20s and your early 30s where it's like, I can do what I want or me and my partner can do what we want. Mm-hmm. And uh, when you have kids, it uh, it's not the case so right. much. you got to split up a lot more of your time. So, I don't know, I thought that could be a topic for us to chat about, like... Was it worth it? <laughs> Should we have kids? Oops, we already did. But um, Oops, we already got two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's so many angles that we can discuss about this. Yeah. I guess the first one is, why did we have kids? Yeah. Why? Well, um, do you want, is that, is that a question to me? Yeah, sure. Okay. Um, I don't know. I felt like I've always wanted to be a dad. Mm-hmm. I felt like. I, I, as I was in my twenties and, uh, teens and twenties, I loved playing with kids. I loved goofing around and having fun and being a fun uncle mm-hmm. and, um, and having a good time. And I don't know. I was just felt like I, I would be a good dad. And my version of being a good dad has changed over the, over the <laughs> decades. <laughs> I'm, I'm try- I think I'm morphing from being a fun dad to like being a stable father. <laughs> What does that mean? Like less play? Yeah, like I just don't like, want to play. I provide, <laughs> I just, isn't it enough? I just want to provide, and be—I'll be there to pick you up. Yeah, and I'll cheer you on, and support you. But I don't want to play. Yeah, anymore. I'm a bad player now. <laughs> um. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, how about you? Why, why did you want to become a mom? I—I I never even questioned it, which makes me think like maybe it was just. Honestly, just like a little bit of, we talk about this all the time, like our just um, lizard brain, like yeah. must procreate. Must make Li- baby. Right. I mean, I never even questioned it. I never even thought um, that I would consider a life without children. I guess now that I'm older, I can kind of like reflect on that and be like, hmm, if I hadn't I guess if I could go back and talk to my 21-year-old self, um, what would I say to myself? Mm. Would I try to convince myself that it's not, that that I shouldn't have kids? And I can honestly say at like a really Cro-Magnum man level, like I would not tell myself not to have kids. I love having kids. Yeah. I love having kids. Yeah. The problem is <laughs> when I write down on paper pros and cons, there's a lot more cons. <laughs> like a lot. <laughs> You know? Yeah. And they're big ones. Sure. I mean, lack of sleep is a real, yeah. a, a real issue. Like, I mean, it leads to psychosis. Yeah. Um, it, uh, That's a, a big thing. But the thing is about that, it's a phase. Like, we don't get a lack of sleep now. Mm-hmm. We're fine. We sleep just fine now. Eight and a 10-year-old, but we, we haven't had a lack of sleep in a while. Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like it is all phases. Um, and like, as we're seeing now, our kids are just so getting to be so cool. Yes. Like they are. Zoe, especially (laughs) she's got like this sort of like we're around her and, and it's like, oh wow, you're like a friend, Mm -hmm. you're like a cool friend. 
that shares similar interests. Like she shows me funny things on YouTube yeah. or um, she'll bake cookies and like it freshens things up through her eyes. Like I've baked cookies a thousand times before. I'm like, I, I'm to the point where I'm like, all right, let me just, you know, get some cookies from Kroger that are pre-made. <laughs> but the fact that she's learning now mm-hmm. and that I have some things skills that I can teach her, I think refreshes that in my repertoire. Like it's yeah. like, okay, now I do want to bake um from scratch. That's fun. Because it's it's like it's like, you know, you, you've you've probably looked through the um the window on an airplane by now a dozen times. <laughs> I don't even look anymore, you know. I don't even want the window seat. I'll sit in the aisle. I'll look at my screen. I know what it looks like. But the first time we had the kids on an airplane, I was like, oh, my God, you guys, look, look out the window. Like it was refreshed for me, the joy, the experience. And I think that happens on a lot of different levels. It's like you do get to experience things in a new way through their eyes, which is pretty cool. So that's a pro. I agree. And, and I don't know. I think, I think from, from my perspective, I really, I really love watching them play sports. Um, it's as if oh, I'm, yeah. it's as if you I'm cried. <laughs> did you cry. cried the other day. <laughs> I did cry. It was the end of our season and they played so well. And oh man, I, I love being that. I love, I'm an assistant coach for my son's second grade soccer team and it is. It is one of the coolest things I've ever done, honestly. It, it makes me so happy to be there, to be a part of the community, to help out the team, and to see my son have a skill at something he really likes and he's good at, mm-hmm. and to see him see him smile. So, yeah, I mean, it's a little bit of, like, me living vicariously through him. Yeah. Like, oh, it's like I'm playing the sport again, but I'm not, you know, I'm... You have experienced that not having kids i think no, there's no way no. you would have gone to a, a, a second, second grade, grade kids soccer team soccer without getting the cops called on me no <laughs> right <laughs> who's that guy in the sunglasses yeah. in the corner <laughs> so i think that there's certain like experiences yeah. that you can only have um if you have a relationship like that yeah. where I mean, and I'm not saying you have to have children to have that. Like, I know people experience that through pets. You sure. Know, a, a pets, version nephews, of nieces. That, through nephews and nieces. Yep. Yeah. Through, um, um, you know, maybe if they do like a, a mentorship, mm-hmm. like a big brothers, big sisters kind of a thing. But um, I would I would kind of venture to say, I don't know, if you're not having kids that maybe you're not doing some of those other things as sure. well. Because maybe yeah. you just want your own lifestyle the way that it, that it is. So, okay, so let me ask you, if you went back to talk to your 20-year-old self, mm-hmm. would you, would you, what, what advice would you give about parenting? Would you say not to become a parent? Would you tell yourself to think more clearly about it? Would you tell yourself to have 20 kids? What would you do? I think that, because I was kind of feeling that way when I was talking to that couple last night, um, they were, I don't know, they said they felt a little pressure to hurry up and make kids. They're like 30 or something like that. And I said, well, how long have you been together? And they said they, they met in college. I'm like, well, that's good. You know, like you've had a lot of time. I think you and I met at 26, gauged at 27, Married at 28, pregnant at 29. Like, mm-hmm. 
if I were to go back, I would say, I don't know, maybe give yourself a little bit more time to mm -hmm. make some fun memories with Nicole. Um, we did, we did some cool stuff, but it seemed like both you and I were just ready to go. Well, we ready have married, older to, siblings. Yeah. They had kids like a decade before we did. And I feel like we were just playing catch up. We just, yeah, I'm not sure I'd change anything, honestly. I mean, I think if anything, maybe just delay the, 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 um, baby making as quick yeah. as we did because yeah. we got married fast. I didn't mind that at all. I love being married to you. I just remember wanting a baby so badly yeah. that if if I uh, there's no way you could have convinced me to want to wait. Yeah. Like, you wait, how long like, do we wait? wait? So we can go to more concerts. I'd be like, I'm tired of concerts. Totally. Yeah. Wait, so we, that we can go out to more dinners. That's I am true. so sick of dinners. That's you know, true. like that. That's what I was feeling at the time. That's true. It was just like all of these things I've been doing for so long. I'm tired of the bar. I'm tired of yep. socializing. Well, that's like, something about getting together. Like, I just, I just want to have a baby. Yeah. I'm ready for the next phase. We got together at 26. So we had time to be single and date. And I didn't feel like we, I don't feel like I missed anything. I, you know, the problem is we're just wired to like always feel like the grass is greener on sure. the other side. That's true. So whereas when I was, you know, ready to get pregnant at 29, I was like, I'm tired of the bar. Now, fast forward to having a, a six month at home, and I'm like, oh my God, get us a babysitter. Right. Go out. Right. I'd like See to go to the humans. bar. Right. It's just like, <laughs> yes, baby. Um, can I go, go get my phone and look on YouTube how to insert a 5 Yeah. You know what? You're going to have to do it on my phone. Here it is right here because yours is out of battery and it's um, somewhere where I can't explain to you where it is right now. So you can use mine. Good luck, buddy. Love you. So, yeah. So I feel like the, you know, we just, the grass always seems greener. Mm -hmm. It does. It does for everything. I think the, what I, we bring up that, that uh, subtle art of not giving a F uh -huh. book. Where he said, as soon as you, essentially the, as soon as you I'm solve, good. you know, that one problem you're always worried about, don't worry, there'll be another problem. Yeah, there's no like, <laughs> there's no uh, um, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Exactly. It's just a different set of problems. Yes. Um, so, yeah, I mean, if you're worried about <laughs> money, you get the money and then you've got problems because you, got you have money. a lot of money and people are expecting you to, you know, buy them things. and. <laughs> right pick up the tab everywhere you go or they yeah. get mad if you don't you know give them enough for their charity that they're you know so right. yeah there's always going to be um or you um have children and then you're like well i got you know sleep deprivation or mm -hmm. um now i've now all my weekends are taken up going to soccer you right. know but exactly. like but i wouldn't i wouldn't change it i i i love having i can't imagine a life Without kids, I feel like I would just be so bored of everything. I agree. <clears throat> but, man, does it sound appealing when I put it down on paper. <laughs> you know what okay. I mean? Well, Having the freedom to do whatever I want. Let's talk through that. Let's, what, what, what would you have done one, if we... One, we one did, more point ahead, about yeah. that, yeah. though, before mm -hmm. I forget, sure. is just... I also think we jumped into it when we were younger, and 
I don't know what it would have been like if I got used to my lifestyle of being able to do whatever I wanted mm. until I was 40. Mm-hmm. Would I want to have kids now mm. if yeah. I had had the last, you know, two decades of my adult life um, and gotten used to a certain lifestyle? Like, That's I'm just true. thinking of some of my friends who haven't had children, and I'm not saying that their choice is is a bad choice, and I'm mm-hmm. not saying that it's wrong. I and I don't also don't know. Maybe I would have made that same choice sure. had I not met you um, until now. Sure, I might be like, no, you know what? I'm pretty comfortable with the way we are now. Or if you loved me and I said I have no desire to have kids, right? Which is okay. You know, yeah. people decide to do that too. Yeah, I think I probably could have convinced myself, and then just spent a lot of time with um, children in a different capacity. Yeah. Maybe I would have. Um, Kind of could have seen myself becoming a, a teacher of, yeah. of elementary school kids. But anyway, we've chosen this path and I wouldn't, I wouldn't go back and do it differently um, at this point. Sure. So if you, if you were at the bar last night with me and that couple said that to you and they said, everybody seems to complain about their kids a lot. <laughs> why, yeah. why should we even have kids? Like, what would you, what, what would you have said to them? I feel like we do complain because that's just the nature of humans. Like it's the power of 10. If you have a good experience with something, you tell two people. If you have a bad experience with something, you tell 10. (laughs) And that is just the way that we are. It's funnier when you're negative. It's easier to talk about. It's, I don't know. It's like self self deprecation is also always something that's like kind of you know, kind of easy to talk to other people about. Can you imagine going up to people and being like, wow, I just love being a parent. And then they're like, well, I'm not a parent. And then that, that conversation just fizzles out pretty quickly. (laughs) So I feel like a lot of it is like, yes, we do complain about our children because it's kind of easy to talk to people about the negative stuff. Mm -hmm. And it's Mm -hmm. funny sometimes. And it's also probably like higher up on our minds than the good times. But that doesn't mean those good times aren't there. We just maybe don't talk about them as much when we're in a social setting. Yeah, I can't think of any comedians that I like. Oh, man, that comedian's so funny because he's so positive. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Because he talks about how much he loves everything. He no? loves all the things right. in his life and everything's great. Right. There's no. <laughs> it's true. Right. It's true. So it does seem like we're always complaining about stuff, but that's just that's just when you're in a social setting. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's also just kind of like you're allowed to complain about. It's like when you complain about your own mom, like you can complain about your own mom, but that doesn't mean you like you don't want to have a mom. Right. That's that just means, you know, you love them so much. Can't live with them. Can't live without them. Whatever. Like it's that's how I feel about kids. It's like Nobody I can, can talk about, about them kids. like that. But if you tell me, well, mm. then kids suck. I'm mm. like, hey, hey, go there. Hey, pal. Hey, <laughs> kids are, great. are the salt of the earth. OK, <laughs> <laughs> like people say something about your kids be like that's no good right (laughs) that's my kid and there's also the aspect of like you and i've talked about this before like you can't experience good without like bad and you you were telling me that uh that that i that show you saw the other day or the idea of a show you saw the other day yeah (laughs) um it's in the locker in my locker in my briefcase oh no it's in the car trunk 
Can you get it out of the, the car? The black car. Do you remember your password? <laughs> yeah, we get. I think it, I think they both know we're talking about them today. They both, yeah. They both dropped in for the episode. <laughs> um. So. Oh, the, yeah, there's an episode of, I think it's the Twilight Zone, and I don't even, I've never even actually seen it. Mm. I've just either heard about it. Somebody told you the story. Or I've read about it. Mm-hmm. But the basic premise is a guy who wakes up in the morning, and um, basically his day goes perfectly. It's like, you know, he wakes up, he's got a beautiful woman next to him, and um, they have breakfast, and the breakfast is this lavish beautiful breakfast that's, you know, room service served to them. Um, And then, you know, the whole day, just everything goes perfectly. And then in the evening, he goes to the casino and every bet he puts down is a winning bet. Mm -hmm. Like he wins at the blackjack table, he wins at roulette and he just has the best day. So he goes to sleep and he wakes up the next morning and to his surprise, everything happens all over again. Like everything was perfect again. Okay, cool. Third day, everything is perfect again. Fourth day, everything is perfect again. (laughs) And you like the excitement. Like, I think there's a moment where he's at the blackjack table and he wins again. And he's like, not even happy that he won. And they're like, everybody around him is celebrating. And he's like, what is that? What is happening? Like, what does this all mean? I, you know, breakfast this morning tasted like like soap instead of like the delicious breakfast I just had four days ago. And this woman is hitting on me and I'm just, I don't even care anymore. And (laughs) the, you know, the, the bet that I just won on the blackjack table, like it's not even exciting because I've just won every single bet what's going on here. And then, so you come to find out that he died and he says Mm. something like, Oh, I I just thought heaven would be, more exciting than this or better than this and then somebody turns to him and says you're not in heaven (laughs) so what makes you think that this is heaven so basically you know there's that moment where you realize oh he's actually in hell and so that was the whole thing it's like hell is when you can't experience joy anymore Mm. you know because every if everything is great all of the time i guess what i take away from it is you know, it's okay to experience some of the cons with having kids because, um, because then you'll be able to enjoy the highs with the lows. Like just because you experience lows doesn't mean that it's, that it's terrible all the time. Like it makes the highs that much better. Like when Calvin has a meltdown. (laughs) Yes, Angel. Where's the charger? It's, it's in the bag as well. It is. Check all the pockets. It is. I promise you it is. Um, I just feel like when, you know, if Calvin has a meltdown and it's so God awful and in the moment I just feel like, oh my God, how am I even going to get through the rest of this day? I am so upset right now. My nerves are shot. Um, But then it's followed by, you know, when he comes around and he gives me a hug and he says, mommy, I'm sorry. And we talk about his feelings. I feel so overjoyed that, you know, we're creating a human that understands his feelings at age seven, yeah. eight. And um, it's like the lows are accompanied by such highs. And I think, I don't know. I think it makes it worth it. 
I agree. And I mean, thinking about the <clears throat> time when we had young kids, when they were, we were sleeping not very much. And you know how I love my sleep. Mm-hmm. Um, that was tough. But then that moment when they smile at you for the first time, or they giggle, or they start to do funny things, you know, it's like, oh my God, we've created a beautiful human that is starting to show us their life and it's experiencing it with us it definitely creams the negatives for sure mm-hmm. yeah. I yeah think i think we did the right thing that for us yeah. i don't i don't think that there's a, a definite like everyone needs to have yeah, kids no, no, no. <laughs> and i don't think that nobody should have kids i feel like it's definitely a personal decision but don't just listen to people complain about their kids and decide not to have them like totally. i don't know look look inside yourself yeah and realize that um that the complaints yeah they're they're gonna be there but like what we don't talk about out at the bar are those amazing moments where um you just you feel so proud you feel so um happy and excited and there was a moment today when you know zoe so calvin brought his rubik's cube to camp and it got misplaced lost stolen whatever it was he was crushed and Zoe decided to use her own money to go on Amazon and buy him a new one. And it arrived today. And seeing that interaction, like, I didn't get a new toy today. <laughs> I, like, that, you know, I don't know. Like, I wasn't excited about getting something new or about anything like that. But the joy that I experienced seeing Zoe show love to Calvin, I'm not sure how I would have experienced that outside of having two children that I could watch interact with each other and like have that moment. That's a monumental moment. It really is. I mean, that's like the culmination of like trying all the stuff we're trying to teach. It's like your brother is horribly sad. We're helping you to have your own money so you can make the right decisions with it. And then her right decision is to buy him the toy that he lost and mm-hmm. restore happiness in our house and his in his life. Like I, I couldn't be prouder. I couldn't be prouder of her. So moments like that make it worth it. I love it. Should we do some takeaways? Yeah. Let's do it. Um thank you everybody by the way for hanging out with us on this beautiful day. No bugs are getting at us. Just sunshine and yeah. wine. The wine is hitting us now. Yeah, those uh, cicadas aren't out yet. We won't be able to record yeah. outside. Once, I think August once is when they go. Come around, <laughs> so loud. <laughs> we heard some planes coming by, and the kids popped in every once in a while. But this is real. You this is a real podcast, out. everybody. Edit those out. Uh, we'll see if I edit it out. Hey, okay, whatever. Anyway, do what you want. <laughs> takeaways. Do you want to start, baby, or do you want me to start? Um, sure. Key takeaway number one, I would say, uh, there's no right or wrong answer. I mean. Come on, we all know that. There's no one size fits all about having kids or not having kids. Um, but I would say look within instead of listening to other people's. So basically just like this whole podcast you just listened to, just like 
delete it from your memory because don't take our advice. Like just listen to yourself and realize that your pros and cons list is only what you see on paper. There's like this X factor that you can't quantify that needs to also go on that pros list. Um, but like, yeah, just listen to what, what makes sense for you. Um, that's it. I like that. I like that. Yeah. It's, it's gotta be totally personal. And I guess key takeaway number two, if we're talking, if, if the title of this episode is, is parenting worth it, then I would say key takeaway number two is, um, really, you know, as, as you said, looking inside, decide if it's something you want to do, making sure you're ready. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, don't do it because your parents say, I want a grandkid or, or people or your friend, your peers are having kids or you're, you know, whatever you feel pressure to do it. Sure. There's societal pressure, but you have to really want it because it's, it is going to take a lot more time and pay, oh, patience yeah, out of your life. Consuming. It's pretty all consuming. It's like, and in, and in this society of the of the double income to, you know, people going to work at the same time, it's it's trying. It's trying on a marriage, too. Um, so make sure you're ready, whether that's financially, emotionally. If you're if you're feeling already swamped with your life at this moment, like throwing some kids into the mix might not be the best, you know, move. Um, but, hey, that's a personal decision. I guess my point is Although really want never it. Right. <laughs> that is never perfect. That's true. That's true. But yeah. But I think you know if I you think you and I really wanted it. Yeah. You and I really wanted to be parents. Yeah. I, I guess if you're really, really questioning it, you probably shouldn't. I I agree. I think not. Because it'll t- it'll take away it'll take away a lot of time and patience from your life. And and the last thing that this world needs are, are parents that don't want their kids. Right. <laughs> Honestly, we've yeah, got plenty kids, of kids, kids that, can feel that don't have a home right now. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I don't know, really want it. It's, it's a big decision. It's, it takes a lot of responsibility and, um, yeah, really want it. That's my, that's my number two. Okay. Um, then I would say that number three is, um, just, you know, realize that when people complain, it's all anecdotal. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a and good one. yeah, they're real complaints. But man, I just feel like the 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 pros definitely outweigh those. They're just not maybe not as like interesting to talk about out at the bar because yeah. you're you know then you're just bragging. <laughs> then you're just bragging and gushing, and like people want to hear about like you know the funny like horrible stuff. They want to hear about when your kid threw up in your eye, you know, or like. <laughs> Or, uh, or how about my, you know, my favorite story that I tell about when I was breastfeeding is when I had like 20 minutes between two meetings and I had a pump in a closet at work and I was like pumping and I, I thought I like had it all under control and it wasn't until I finished that I realized I was, I forgot to attach the bottle. So I was pumping it into my lap <laughs> and I was wearing a white linen dress and so I basically wasted my time, wasted that, you know, hard to work for um, gold that is the breast milk. And I had two like huge wet spots on my dress. And then um, but, you know, what I don't tell people is like the 99 times percent of the time that I was laying with my child in bed or on the couch and how wonderful that feeling of, you know, 
connecting and being able to provide for them was like on an animal level. I don't tell that because that's, I don't know. It's not as self-deprecating. It's not as funny or, um, I don't know. It's just kind of like not as interesting. And that's, it's more personal too. It's like, why am I going to go out and gush about that? It's way more entertaining to talk about the time that, um, that I, I pumped all over my, in a closet, whatever your, uh, your, those closets that they had for women. So anyway, just realize that when people do complain, yeah, they're real complaints, but I don't know. Or they're not as they're putting on a show. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Even the it's even the positive comedians too. like like uh, Jim Gaffigan or somebody like that. They're they're complaining about their kids too. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love so it. That's it. That's good. That's good. That's a good conversation. Thank you, baby. Cheers. Cheers. And Happy thank Friday. you, everybody. Happy weekend, everybody. Hi, Carlos. Hey, Carlos. Thanks for hanging out. Thank you for sending us positivity. And uh, if you guys have a question or a topic or anything like that, you want to shoot our way. Uh, we're always inspired by what's going on in people's lives, uh, like we just talked about today with the the couple that we met, or that I met at the uh, bar last night. So if you want to send in a idea or a question, you can hit me up on Instagram at marriagekidsandmoney, or send a voicemail, marriagekidsandmoney.com slash voicemail. And if you want to throw us a bottle of wine, you can do that at marriagekidsandmoney.com slash wine. That supports our drinking habit and this podcast. So cheers, baby. Thank you for doing this. I love you. Love you too. Happy summer, everybody. Happy summer.